Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. This is our animal blessing day, and so this is not what we're like every single Sunday. If you are a visitor with us, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome, welcome. If you have questions about this congregation or about this faith, please don't hesitate to ask the friendly people at the visitor table and they will do their best to answer you. We come from a long heritage of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in every person, and many of us believe in every being. So as a way of greeting the divine in our midst, let's turn to the person to our right and left and the being to our right and left and welcome them here this morning. Will you say with me the words by which we light the chalice, which is the symbol of our faith? Love is the spirit of this church, and service is its law. This is our great covenant, to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Our call to worship today is the oldest poem in the Western world, and it was written in the ninth century by an anonymous monk. Panger, white panger, how happy we are alone together. Scholar and cat, each has his own work to do daily. For you, it is hunting. For me, steady. Your shining eye watches the wall. My feeble eye is fixed on a book. You rejoice when your claws entrap a mouse. I rejoice when my mind fathoms a problem. Pleased with his own art, neither hinders the other. Thus we live ever without tedium and envy. Our mission is what guides this congregation as it moves into the future. We have made big decisions in the past seven years since you all wrote this mission, guided by these words. Let us say them together. We gather in community to nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice. Good morning. I have been having a fantastic time meeting all of your pets, by the way. If I haven't met them yet, I probably will after service. <laughs> so today is an all-ages service, which means that we're all going to be staying together during the whole service today. Hi! <laughs> and you, um, youngers, you're welcome to stay with your grown-ups. Uh, as always with the all-ages services, we do, we do have the rug set up with some coloring pages and some crayons. We have some busy basket activities. They're outside at my table because I was worried that furry friends would find them and think they were toys. But that we do have them. So, at last year's Animal Blessing, for those of you who are here, I shared the story of how we got our dog, Winky. And this year, I thought that I would like to share with you all the story of how I got one of my childhood cats, and his name was John Kitty. But his story doesn't really start with him, it starts with his mom. So, my grandparents own 100 acres of land in Mississippi. And I would spend Christmases and summer there. I was there a lot. And it's a beautiful piece of land. An interesting thing that happens when you own a lot of land is people decide that they don't want their pets anymore. And when they decide this, they will drive their pets out to a quiet piece of land and leave it. And so my grandparents were constantly taking in pets. We had all kinds of dogs. They had a few chickens at one point that just showed up. 
Yeah, it was, that was an interesting one. So one of the summers we were all visiting and this orange kitty showed up and she was the sweetest kitty. And she spent all of this time with us and would follow us everywhere when we went to go to the creek or when we went to go to the swings or when we were checking on the gardens. And this kitty was big. And not in a like she's had too much food kind of way, in a she's about to have kittens kind of way. And me and my brother and my little sister, we all fell in love with this kitty and we named her Miss Kitty. And we started the questioning that usually happens with the, can we please have this cat? Could we, could we maybe take this cat home with us? And so my mom and my stepdad finally decided that we would indeed take Miss Kitty from Mississippi to Austin. We had driven to Mississippi, so that was a fantastic car ride experience. (laughs) We actually had her in a cat carrier, and we did not make it past the Mississippi state line to Louisiana. She was meowing and yelling and hated it so much. We pulled over at a rest stop, and we took her out. And then she became a little, like, car stewardess. She was walking around. She was checking on people. She was meowing. She was so happy. I remember her sitting on my lap, and she had, I think it's her first discovery of AC, because she just had her nose on the AC vent and was just purring and was so happy. (laughs) And about two weeks later, she had four kittens in my bedroom closet. I was rather obsessed with the Beatles at the time, so they were named John, Yoko, Ringo, and Barbara. (laughs) And we found fantastic, wonderful homes for Yoko, Barbara, and for everyone except for John. I had fallen quite in love with John. He was a little long hair orange kitty, and he became probably my best friend at the time. I have wonderful memories of him. He slept under the covers with me every night. He had his own pillow where he would rest his head. He liked to drape himself across my shoulders and he would just walk around the house like that. He loved to bake with me, especially if it was bread. He loved the smell of bread. And most disturbingly to my parents, he learned to meow something, two things. One sounded disturbingly close to Lane and the other sounded very close to Mom. And when he couldn't find me, he would stand in the hallway and start meowing these two things. And he was a wonderful blessing, and I learned so much from him. And thank you all so much for letting me share my story of John Kitty with you all. Our meditation reading today is by Dean Koontz. Petting, scratching, and cuddling a dog could be as soothing to the mind and heart as deep meditation, and almost as good for the soul. As prayer. This is the time in our service when we join together in an attitude of meditation and prayer, where we speak to God as we understand God or listen, or just listen to our inner wisdom, or just follow our breath as it comes in and out of our bodies. One of the things that we do when the kids are here is we say, Here's how we meditate. We put a hand on our belly and a hand on our heart. And we breathe in and out together ten times. Um, If you want to join in doing this, that would be great. But if you just want to scratch your dog, as Dean Kuhn said, it's probably about the same thing. 
Let us enter into what Ralph Waldo Emerson called the wise silence together, understanding that in this congregation, tiny noises from kids, pets, and life count as part of the silence. You're uh, now invited to light candles of joy and sorrow, hope, memory, or determination. All young people need taller people with them for help. At the end of the music, we normally refrain from applause to allow the attitude of meditation to continue.
understand the animals who live in your house, if you have some, and I know that you talk to your animals if you have some living in your house, and I know that some of you all talk to your stuffed animals. I had a bear I used to talk to. He was stuffed, not a real bear, but I would have gone to the mat for him, and I did several times when my sister tried to take him away and do mean things to him. I don't know why she was being so mean. I was always perfect to her. And so I'm interested in how to talk to animals. I always wanted to do that when I was little. And I want you to know this. Animals have a language of their own. I don't know if you know this, but cats will tell you they are glad to be with you by looking at you, and then they close their eyes really slowly and open them again. Have you ever seen a cat do that? That's a cat's way of saying, I love you, and I'm glad we're together. Have you ever heard a cat purr? They say that it doesn't always mean the cat is happy. Sometimes it means the cat is scared. But when they purr, they're saying, I'm glad we're together, I'm glad we're together, I'm glad we're together, I'm glad we're together. Now, dogs have very readable expressions, usually. Can you tell when your dog is scared? And when you, can you tell when your dog is happy? What do they do when they're happy? They wag their tail. Yeah, they grin. Yeah. And I think they try to understand us, too. Sometimes dogs will bow to people. Have you ever seen a dog do that, where they just bow? One of my friends who's a vet says she thinks that humans learn how to bow from dogs. One of the things that I didn't know until recently was that birds will greet you too, and I hear some birds over there, that birds do a a wing spread. They'll do like this to say hello to you. And if they really love and respect you, they'll do a full two-wing hello. One of my friends tries that on just wild birds that she sees on the telephone line. She'll go every now and then. She has a cardinal who comes to her house and does it for her, greets her that way. 
people have different ways of saying they love you too. Some people tell you they love you in words. And some people tell you they love you by doing sweet things for you, giving you presents and washing your clothes and giving you food, filling up your car with gas. And some people just pat you or touch you. That's how they say they love you. They just, they pat you. And some people just give you lots of their time and attention And sometimes you're waiting for somebody to show love to you in one way, but they're showing it in another way, so you miss it. That happens to grown-ups, I think, sometimes. There are all kinds of languages of love, and we try to learn them. When we meet somebody, we try to speak to them in their language. That's respectful. And so when you see a cat and it looks at you, what might you do? You would give the cat a long, slow blink and say, hello, cat. Or if you see a bird, you can make your, your wing is your arm, really. You make your wing go like this and say, hello, bird. Or if you see a dog that you really like, you can say, hello, dog. Sometimes when a dog wants to play, it bows, but really fast. It goes, <laughs> and then, you know, you want to play. So I want us to bless our animals. I don't do it because that feels a little too priestly to me. And in the Unitarian Universalist faith, we believe in the priesthood of all believers. So everyone is a priest or a priestess in our tradition. And so we bless our animals. So if you have your animal here, or if you have a stuffed animal or if you have just a picture of your animal in your mind or in your hand, let's think about our animals right now. And if you would repeat after me this blessing for them. I love you. I'm glad you're in my life. Thank you for loving me. I will always try to pay attention to what you need. I will show my love by giving you water. I will show my love by giving you food. I will show my love by giving you time. I will show my love by making sure you get good exercise. I hope we get to be in each other's lives for a long time. I bless you. It's so much fun to tell stories about our animals. I, um, I have a friend who does a workshop at a Unitarian summer camp every year, and it's just, let's get together and tell stories about our dogs. And people sign up for that workshop till it's full. So, for our pet parade, those of you who have animals stuffed or breathing, who you would like to bring up here, if you don't want to do the steps, I understand, just stay on the 
that the floor level. And we will bring our pets up. We have two aisles blocked here, and this one is narrow. So let's just come up from the back pews first and just come all the way up here, and we'll gather here on the right, the, the bima is what we call it, here on the bima. Will you say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice? We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Remember the way of the wind. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.